this is Jackson Transplants. Um, I realize I never say that, so <laughs> I'm saying that from now on. And this is actually our Mardi Gras episode. So, um, you know what would be cool before you introduce yourself if we just say like random New Orleans slang to like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we could go. Um, well, I still say slime. Oh, no. So I still say slime. I don't know what that means. So oh man, I've been gone too long. This so, makes me sad. <laughs> so slime, slime is still one. Uh, I just was gonna throw in like some woadies and like buku, yes. like real basic. Oh man, I heard somebody <laughs> say buku the other day, and it was a white guy that came into the store and he said buku, and I was like, man, I miss home. I miss home. Uh, oh, but let's go ahead and say where are you from? I am from New Orleans. Okay, the best city. The best ever. city. <laughs> I'm and from the seventh. Okay, what's your name? Alden. Okay. My name is Alden. Okay, Seventh Ward. Seventh Ward Hardheads. Okay. <laughs> I'm originally from the Ninth Ward, kind of grew up in the Seventh Ward, kind okay. of. So I am from uh, Roger Williams. I'm not sure if you're familiar. I'm not. It's by Bayou St. John. I do know where that is. Okay, yeah. so it was not far from there. Um, so yeah, I've been wanting someone from New Orleans here forever because I feel like that person will be able to talk crap with me the most yes. out of everybody else. I feel like New Orleans people are like a certain breed of people, and we're never satisfied. Nothing is ever it's good not enough that, for us. I don't even think it's the fact that we're satisfied. It's the fact that we just want to be pissed off about something because we're not at home. Uh, that, that is probably the best way to describe it. So uh, when did you arrive in Jackson? and why so i arrived in jackson maybe two months after the storm okay from katrina uh we originally went to vicksburg because we have family in vicksburg okay and we was in this like beat up hotel okay yeah like most people and uh it was it was fantastic we uh me my sister tiffany Mm -hmm. and my sister my sister nika we was uh we had this ice box mm-hmm. and we started making bounce beats on it. <laughs> <laughs> and we started rapping. And they could hear, hear us through the entire like motel. Oh wow. And then So did you guys get kicked out? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Like they didn't have no lights or anything. So like we was oh, just wow. we was entertaining people, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay, so didn't you said you were there and for a little while? Yeah, we were there. we were there for about two months and then we so we went from that hotel to like a day's in. Yeah. And then we stayed there for two months. And then we came here. Okay. Me, me and my mom came here because my sister had already started school okay. at Jackson State. Okay. Yeah, I had been here for actually two years. I arrived in 2003. So I had been here for a little while, mm-hmm. and I was in the process of moving into the Palisades. Yeah. So I was, and then my financial aid was messed up. So I was like, oh God. Let, me, <laughs> let me go to Jackson for a few days, fix my financial aid, drop off some things to the Palisade, and let me go back. Yeah. To New Orleans to get the rest of my stuff. And the funny thing is, when I was bringing, like, packing my car, I kept, so I had, like, um, a stack of photo albums. Yeah. I would bring them with me every year, just, you know, just to have memories, I guess, in my dorm room. And I kept looking back, and I was like, I don't have room for this. I don't want to, like, block my view of the Mm -hmm. window and stuff. And I kept looking back and forth, and I didn't take it with me, and then... Of course, I was not able to go back to New Orleans because everybody was coming Everything out here coming, yeah. for evac- you know, evacuating. And then that's the biggest thing I was upset about losing is pictures. It's I, because, I, and you had your hand on them. Yeah, you and I kept looking on. at them. And I think that was like the first lesson of, you know, like following your intuition. Yep. 
because my grandparents actually grabbed like their wedding um, album, and of course they were able to save that. Yeah. But I don't have a lot of photos from like my upbringing. That's like my only thing because everything else can be replaced. But I'm like pictures is the one thing you know you can't replace. But yeah. now I mean now we have phones. But like yeah. that was the only thing I was upset about losing really. Whenever whenever me and my mom would talk about something, like we'll think about it. It's like. Oh, remember we had such and such? And, yeah. And then we'll go, oh, Katrina got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are some <laughs> things that. that were snatch, like, pictures of me with, like, the ha- the hairstyles that require, like, a lot of, like, pump it up and stuff. Yeah. I'm good with those. Videos. <laughs> I don't want anybody to see those pictures. You the what? <laughs> with the, the ones that look like a tower. I mean, like, especially, like, this is Mardi Gras season. <laughs> And like parade season, I used to march in parade. So yeah. I needed a hairstyle that was gonna last like a week or yeah. two because we were practicing or marching, and I didn't stiff. have time. <laughs> stiff. I mean, I don't even know how I was able to like get it out. Really, I don't know if it was. I like don't even wash. understand how people do that. Like, yeah, that was that hairstyle will remain like iconic. I had a Facebook friend who said her mom would never let her get it. And I'm like, you ought to be so happy <laughs> that your mom was looking out for you. That's why I don't like trendy hairstyles anymore. Like, even with my locks, it's like in a ponytail or hanging. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't do any of that fancy stuff because like I don't want to regret the it. it. Yeah, I don't want to regret it. Oh, so. man. That was, that was, that was iconic, bro. I, what's crazy is, like, I was talking to Philip yesterday, uh, Philip Rollins. Uh-huh. We were talking about uh, a friend of ours, Kahari. He works with. Robert Townsend. Okay. And Robert Townsend was the person that uh, directed Babs. And that's exactly, every time I think about that hairstyle, I think about that movie Babs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to forget. So we started started talking about that, man. Oh, it's crazy how that hairstyle comes up so often. I know, I know. But what's crazier is seeing people with it, like, now. Why? So. Just why. Um, So I, you know, I will say one thing about Jackson, if I'm going to say something nice um, in the history of this podcast ever, is that during Katrina, they really treated us well. Did they now? Yeah, they did. I remember, like, restaurants dropping off food to, like, the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. So I was in my apartment, and I had family staying with me, but I also had family staying in the Coliseum. Right. So I remember that. I remember them dropping off tons and tons of clothes because, of course, I only had clothes for, like, a few days. Right. Um, I remember like three, like, yeah, like three days. Like That's exactly, what everybody said. Everybody took clothes for three days. Exactly how much clothes I had for exactly for three days, and I, like books were being dropped off. And I remember like you know like we got money from Red Cross. I yeah. remember Jackson State. Like I think everyone from the coast and like New Orleans, we ended up getting like seven thousand dollars. But then like like they canceled my financial aid, and I ended up owing money. I was like. What's going on That's here? Backwards. But you know, whatever. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I let go of the past. But um, so I will say that about Jacksons, they really, it was, really helped us. It was kind of like back and forth. Okay. For us, so like, I don't donate to the to Goodwill. Okay. Right. I don't donate to Goodwill because like they made like when we went to Goodwill, like they asked us to pay. For, like, clothes and stuff. Yeah. I mean, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, the Salvation Army, I'll donate to the Salvation Army mm-hmm. at any moment because yeah. they're, like, get whatever you want. Yeah. Like, it's all it's all yours, whatever yeah. it is that you want. Uh, and that I think was, we, go ahead. I think they had, like, a limit of, like, 20 items or stuff like mm-hmm. that, and so they did. And, like, the kids, they got, like, backpacks and mm-hmm. crayons and, like, all sorts of stuff. So that was really good. Yeah. And that was in Vicksburg, and then we had the same thing out here. Um but then, like, it would turn around, and, like, for instance, my family, I'll never forget this crap. My uncle, 
he told, he said, so y'all don't have a house no more. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to find somewhere for you niggas to stay. Mm. And I'm like, okay, that wasn't disrespectful at yeah. all. You know, I don't think, uh, like, for us, when I think about, like, empathy, mm-hmm. like, that's some, so for the most part, I had a good experience, but I remember in class, because I was, like, political science undergrad, a lot of people talking about um, refugees. That's exactly what I was about to ask you. <laughs> I was about to ask you, how do you feel about being called yeah, a refugee? even, so I'm a part of, I'm trying to forget, remember what this app is. First of all, it's, like, one of the most toxic apps. It, but Okay, uh, I was going to say, that, that word is toxic to me. Uh, I'm trying to forget, next door. So okay, I remember yeah. not too long ago, I think it was, like, flooding or something. I remember saying, like, we're going to have a bunch of refugees here. And I'm like, why... Are you using, like, do you understand the definition of that term? So I would say that was, like, the only um, hard thing hearing is, like, people just expected me to be, like, the voice of New Orleans every time they discussed it in class. <laughs> and then they kept saying refugees. Everybody, everybody started looking at you. <laughs> yeah, I remember because, you know, like, when we would see, like, news reports and there's people looting and stuff, and they're like, you know, they should be worried about survival, but those refugees are worried about getting TVs and stuff like that. And I'm like... You know, it's like I'm trying to mentally be in school yeah. after losing everything. And then you, and, and, and then you I got to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, I got to deal with Thanks, this. Man. Yeah. So that was like the only, I think, hard thing to deal with. It's just, and I think sometimes that plays a part on why I'm like so homesick is because there are things that just didn't come back for me. Like people right. have like, none of my schools exist anymore. All my schools. I don't, yeah, I don't think, I don't think, so m- I went to Moriel first okay. for elementary. Well, I went to Waters because mm-hmm. I was on I was in the seventh first, and then we moved to the east, mm-hmm. and I was going to Moriel. Moriel is a plain now, oh, like wow. it's nothing but grass. It's nothing but grass, and then like I think Livingston is still like a thing. Yeah. And I, but I think it's like trailers. Oh wow. So still. Yeah. Yeah, I I went to so. I went to Epiphany, which was taken over by St. Aug. Okay. So that just, yeah. They probably still own that. I'm not sure what's happening with that. I went to Carver's Christie, which is still a school. Mm-hmm. Well, it's still a church, but it's not a school. Okay. So then I went to Marion Central, which I, I think last time I heard they demolished it, but I think they were putting a school back there. Not sure what. So then I went to Milestone Academy for high school, and I mean, we were- You went to all the fancy schools. Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) That school was shifty before, (laughs) so was not, I think it went to like an elementary school, and I'm not sure of it now, Mm -hmm. what happened. So it's like, I don't think people realize how hard it is to like, I don't have any childhood homes anymore. Right. Like all my family either, you know, like relocated to another space or like another city or something. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, when I go home, it's like very important. Like I feel a certain way when I cross the state lines. I just don't have that feeling here yet. Like people just think I'm a hater, but it's like, I have a feeling in Louisiana and New Orleans that like... Like my, I feel like weight lifts from my I, shoulders. I, I feel happy, and I don't have that here. Yeah. I don't feel that way when I. I can, I can understand that. I think my sister has that feeling because, like, I don't, I don't necessarily have that. Is because, mm-hmm. like, I was so young when it happened. Oh yeah. And so, like, when when I got here, I went into a, like a big state of depression because yeah. I didn't have anything. Yeah. Uh, so, for like maybe three or four years, I didn't talk to anyone. Hold on, is the king cake here? Okay, guys, we're going to take a break right here.
Hey there, good people. This is Stucker Jones, and I wanted to tell you about something really, really, really good that's going on. Are you ready? The Roguish Gent Podcast is back. Every Wednesday, you can get your Roguish Gent fix with interviews from some of the most interesting people you will ever listen to, pop culture hot takes, and wondering just what I'll say next. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. All you have to do is search The Roguish Gent. Follow me on all social media platforms as well at Thecka Jones, T-H-E-C-A-J-O-N-E-S. Okay, I just want to say we took a break to uh, eat king cake because this is a Mardi Gras episode. And, uh, we no other way. There's no <laughs> other way. We saw it come and like things we had stopped. to stop. <laughs> had to stop. And I just want to say I get this king cake from Sam's. Usually I will go home and like drive and get it from um, Haydale's Bakery. Uh-huh. But I saw this was from Louisiana and I'm like, it's from Harahan and that's in Jefferson Parish with Haydale's. I'm like, it'll be cool. And it is pretty cool. It's pretty so, good. Um, I know all of the local bakeries attempt King cake? Yes, they do. And I just don't want to be upset, so. <laughs> you, okay. So, like, the way that you said that was, like, super aggressive. <laughs> it's like, oh, this bakery has king cake, too. And I'm like, no, they no, don't. No, they don't. <laughs> they have imitation. It's like imitation crab meat, imitation king cake. <laughs> so, you know what the bad thing is? There's a possibility it could be good, but I just have no faith. Like, just based on history of things here. I don't think it is. So. It's like getting a king cake from Walmart. It's like, <laughs> well, and then people will be like, I've had king cake. I got it from Kroger. And it's like, well, you did not have king cake then. It's like. <laughs> you, had, you had Kroger cake. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, it's just a cinnamon roll. And it's like, your mom is just a cinnamon roll. Don't, <laughs> like, don't say that. That's like when people tell me beignets <laughs> is just nothing but funnel cakes. It's like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> but you know what? People who don't have any, like, cultural understanding, you know. They don't get know. it. Yeah, they, they don't, don't get, get it. it. <laughs> People are going to hate me for this episode. That's fine. Um, (laughs) We're going to piss some people off. (laughs) Phil's going to listen to this and he's going to be like, Phil's Cajun. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so we were talking about um, the term refugee. Yeah. Okay. We can pick it up there. (laughs) Yeah. That's so we don't have to, but that's what that's exactly what we were talking about. Because I remember how much of the stigma that it was. Yeah. Yeah. And then. I don't know what it is. When I moved out here in general, I'm not sure if it happened to you, but people were like, oh, you're from New Orleans. You're from the murder capital. I will let you know I had no idea New Orleans was ever the murder capital until somebody at Jackson State told me. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I was within a bubble. Like, I don't know what. So, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I know a few I people would get have. shot every now and then, but, like, the murder <laughs> capital, I had no idea. Yeah. So, like, how did you deal with that? I remember, and I'm telling too much of my personal business, but, well, but I remember being in counseling or, or therapy once because I was just, like, super stressed. Mm-hmm. And she brought up something I thought was, it was kind of random to me. She was like, you know, you mentioned you're from New Orleans, like, do you ever think about how Hurricane Katrina impacted you? And I just kind of started bawling out of nowhere because I never thought that would be something that was, like, impacting me. And then I even looked at the challenges, like, my younger brother had. Mm-hmm. You mentioned your age, my brother. I think he's 28. So they went to Baton Rouge. Okay. And the schools there were, like, on purpose messing with people from New Orleans. So I know that yep. was a thing I heard. That was a thing here. Yeah. So, um... And then, of course, if there was, like, a spike in crime and stuff like that, it was, like, people from New Orleans were being blamed for everything. everything. It's like, oh, we have these new potholes coming up in Jackson. 
People Blame from New Orleans. From New Orleans. <laughs> so it's so like <laughs> our population has grown. Yeah, yeah. It went from five thousand to six thousand, and we don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it was helpful to the economy, I would hope. But I even remember talking to somebody from Houston, because um, my husband's originally from Houston, mm-hmm. and she asked, "Would I ever relocate there?" And I didn't want to tell her the truth. The truth is, I don't want to be anywhere where there's a lot of family because I kind of like. Like, we have some family here, but we're not bothered too much. It's like, I don't want you to invite me to church. I want to go to your child's party. I want to do... So, I didn't want to say that. I was I just like... <laughs> I, I, get I was it. just was like, you know, if I go anywhere, I would go to New Orleans. And she was talking about, you know, our school system was good and the grades started going down because the children from New Orleans. It's just like everything. And she was old, and I was going through an exchange, but I probably would argue with her. <laughs> if, um, you know. I, but then it's like it was my um mother in law's friend. So I feel like they tolerate me as it is. Mm-hmm. I hope they're not listening to this episode, no. but I feel like they I, already I tolerate me. So it's like I didn't want to say anything to like I, I would rather it. take you know, but I think people don't realize how hard that is. Even right now, to hear stuff, so I'm very aggressive when I defend New Orleans. Even though New Orleans has all of its challenges, it's like there is nothing Jackson or any other city in this world can do better in New Orleans. Like, that's my approach. It's like we, don't, we do music better, we do food better, the people are better. <laughs> it's like everything is better. So, you know, and I think that's kind of embedded in us, too, when we're raised to, yeah. to have so much pride in the place we're from. So it's just, you know... I still, I still have that. I still take a little, a lot of pride of being from New Orleans, yeah. but like I do love where I am now. So like that's so nice because yeah, <laughs> because like I do love the I do love the people that that I, I met here. I yeah. mean, so what I learned is like in New Orleans, like you have like you have your own clique, yes. and like your clique, that's it. Like this, that's it. Yeah. Whereas like here in Jackson, there's a circle, mm-hmm. and once you're in that circle, everybody knows everybody. Okay. So like. I had no idea that you knew Melvin uh-huh. or like, but I can, I can bring up Melvin and I can bring up Philip to you or yeah. I can bring up like anybody in because that's the circle. And then I first talked to, well, that wasn't the first time. The first time I met you was at the podcast event yes. that Melvin had, but I talked to you at a wedding. So that further kind of proves yeah. <laughs> like everybody kind of knowing each other, everybody knows which each is other. a good thing and a bad thing. A bad thing as well. Yeah, but it's um, a it's not a small circle. Yeah. It's a it's a really big circle, yeah. but it nev- n- nonetheless, it is a circle. Yeah. Uh, but I, so I don't. I'll go home, mm-hmm. but I'll go home for home. Like yeah. just you know, go, going to New Orleans. So like, um. I don't have to. I don't have to walk down Bourbon Street. Yeah. I'll walk down Canal Street and go to Foot Locker. Yeah. Because like that's where the shoes at. So yeah. I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna go there. Yeah. But I'm not gonna go walk down Bourbon mm-hmm. on on uh like on on Mardi Gras. Yeah. You, I don't have it in me. Can you talk about that? Because a lot of people when they visit New Orleans, they they ask me what to do, and it's like I would never recommend Bourbon under no, any circumstances. No, absolutely not. But people seem to. I'm like, you can drink anywhere. In anywhere. The city. <laughs> <laughs> Any, literally anywhere and then like okay so if you guys don't know this but children can go into bars yeah on mardi gras yeah that's a thing so like you can literally go anywhere i, to- I also told people like I was going in bars way too young because, of course, like, you can go in there, like, with your parents and, like, grandparents. I said I was drinking at a very early age. So, I really don't have, like, a drunk story because I'm, like, I've been drinking so long. I feel like I learned a proper way to drink. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So, you know, it's interesting because I have a daughter. She's one. And I never thought 
if I ever had kids, I never thought I would raise a child outside of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's like all these things I have to think about my childhood and introducing her to where here it's kind of like taboo. It's like Super the legal taboo. age to drink is 21. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, I have been drinking far before that. Yeah, absolutely. Like and we we was having wine on New Year's yeah, and like stuff like that. Yeah, and just I remember sometimes when we go visit like these museums and these plantations and like, of course, that's like a, place where you can drink and i'm like can i get a vodka and an orange <laughs> juice and they're like sure 17 year old you can have that absolutely <laughs> so Solid. let's just pivot a little bit yeah. I think we've talked enough shit for like the entire season of this podcast just in this one episode <laughs> in this one episode maybe new orleanians should not get together so i just want to ask you like one thing I struggle with every year, just because my family's kind of annoying, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you don't have Mardi Gras off again? And it's like, girl, they don't celebrate They don't celebrate here. it here. I feel like this is something that we should be willing to go to, like, city council with and, like, create a policy. Absolutely. Like, official Mardi Gras, we need parades, we need second lines, we need, a, you know. Yeah, so my mama calls, my mama calls it the carnival cough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all of a sudden you got the carnival cough and it's like you need to take off this day, this day, and yes. this day. <laughs> well, it doesn't help when your family, like they're celebrating, like my cousin just, she sent a video of her marching the parade and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm missing parades too. Yeah. And everyone is, I think people from here are like, well, are you going down there for Mardi Gras? And I'm like, no. No, <laughs> no I'm not going for Mardi Gras. <laughs> I have to like be able to like assimilate with the life I have out here and I can't just be taking breaks yeah. from Mardi Gras because I might not come back, really. So do you prefer so do you prefer to go to the parades on Mardi Gras or do you prefer to go to the parades before Mardi Gras? So if I was going down there for parades, I would go before. Okay. Frankly, and I hate to say this, but frankly I think parades on Mardi Gras is whack. I do too. <laughs> so. I do too. Like the only one that I care about is the, is the, is the truck parade. Like that's the only one I care yeah. about. I'm not getting my ass up at five o'clock in the morning to yeah. go to Zulu. Like I'm just not doing it. Yeah. Invite me to the Zulu ball. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, you know, but, uh, I'm going just, to Bacchus and I'm going to Endymion. Right. Right. So, and I, another thing too, I, the reason why I was, I'm not really in a rush to go to parades is because I used to march in parades. Yeah. So I marched in parades basically my entire life. And then the whole nostalgia of it, because I, I marched in a parade too. Okay, where were, you, where were you? I played snare. Okay, okay. I played the drums. Okay. So, like, just thinking about how many hours, like, we're on our feet. Yeah. And I remember the last parade I was in was on Mardi Gras Day. Most of the dance team did not show up because it's Mardi Gras Day. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny. It was only, like, 55 degrees. But it was, like, 55 degrees and it was raining. And I remember, like, I had, like, pneumonia. (laughs) I had, like, upper respiratory infection. Like, here, 55 is, like, oh, it feels kind of good outside. Yeah. But out there, it was, like. (laughs) It's freezing. It's cold. I was sick for, like, three weeks after that just because, like, we're not accustomed to that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, like, maybe one, you know, we all need to get together. Like, I meet people from New Orleans literally, like, every week. It's like I hear people talking in the background. And you, and I'm like, where, where are you from? from? <laughs> <laughs> and they're, like, from New Orleans. I'm like, oh, me too. And I'm like, I'll ask them how long they've been here. I'm like, do you like it here? And they're usually like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, girl. So I feel like we're going to eventually have enough to, like, just take over the city. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we can do, like, Houston. So to where the, the, the mayor of Houston is like, you just need to go. Just get the fuck out. <laughs> so, you know, so... um. That always helps. That just runs into so, I mean, everywhere. And like I said, 
by me even saying every week, I feel like this upcoming week it's gonna be like three people I meet from New Orleans. Yep. So um that's pretty cool. So I mean now that we've bashed Jackson into the ground, like I'm not even sure if Melvin is gonna wanna record he probably, this anymore. He, Melvin, are you still friends with us? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's got Melvin's approval, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but um so what do you actually like about so <laughs> so so i i didn't know so like the hardcore scene in like the hardcore music scene in new orleans mm-hmm. i didn't know of it because mm-hmm. i wasn't so being from the east mm-hmm. like i was grown I was, I was growing up predominantly black and so yeah. when i moved out here i got to know like I broadened my spectrum and like I got to know like some white people and those white people (laughs) introduced me to the hardcore scene. I was having a conversation with Token Talk on the episode they did not air. But anyway, um, and I was telling them I was. (laughs) That sounded like shade for Token Talk. Um, Melvin, do not play their drop in this episode. No, I'm just kidding. But um, (laughs) so I told them I was in a very very black environment mm-hmm. like my environment was black i went to all black schools yep. then i went to hbcu yep. and i'm like i'm just getting to know like more than like two or three white people right now at the age of 33 years old and i never thought about this especially from the east i feel mm-hmm. like people who are from the east never venture outside the east at all nope. because with our neighborhoods we have Everything. traditional neighborhoods where everything you have everything in your neighborhood and it's like you don't have to go uptown or outside the city because everything you need we literally had our church on viola like a church that was right across the really? street like it was so a you house have your church. church you have your grocery store we had the mall once before we had a movie theater in the yeah. east i was born at methodist in the east so it's like and no reason to go nowhere you have a park you have joe brown park <laughs> this is like out like here you have to travel to yep. different parts of the city you have to travel outside of jackson but that's why that was another thing, and that's why I stay in Bellhaven because it's one of the few neighborhoods where you have everything you need in the neighborhood. Yep. But that's that was something I had to adjust to too. It's like, oh wow, I, was, I always have to get in the car if I have to walk to walk in the street because there's no sidewalks. Bro, remember but, walking to the store? <laughs> oh the my god, just store. walking to the corner store. Yes. Well, you could get we can get uh, lunch meat, lunch meat, cigarettes. Lottery tickets, fried chicken, fried chicken, <laughs> the best hamburger that you're gonna ever have. Ever. There is even a fish like, plate. I mean, I would even think about like sometimes, like when I'm like just looking for like fried chicken, like fries. Like you would be able to get like five wings, a side of fries, and a big shot for like three dollars. Yeah, you could never find never. Here. <laughs> and then like the whole time, so like I'll look at I'll look at the like the country crispy place like that, and I'm like. Yeah. That's not chicken in a box. <laughs> that's not chicken in a box. I don't want that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's another thing. And that's why I think people think we do a lot of complaining, people from New Orleans. But it's We're just, just so stuck in our ways. Yeah, and We're we don't st- want to be, because un- I've been here 15 years. It's like, why am I complaining? Yeah. I didn't just arrive here. But <laughs> there's some things <laughs> that it's just hard to let go of. So, um, back to, we went, went on the bashing thing again. So, back yeah. to what we like. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Back, what do we like here? So I, I I love I love the people here. Okay. Like the the friends that I've made. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Um, I really so I didn't enjoy like high school or middle school, but yeah. I did enjoy Vicksburg Junior High. I went okay. to Vicksburg Junior High for like two weeks, mm-hmm. and I thoroughly enjoyed it. That yeah. was my that was one of my favorite schools. Okay. Um. That's about it. Okay. <laughs> what, so what about places to hang out? So I predominantly hang out at home, okay. work, 
<laughs> Those are the places that I'm usually at. Okay. Uh, if I'm not there, then I'm probably going to be at Offbeat. Okay. Uh, Piss and Philip off for okay. some reason. Okay. Uh, and then, like, I'll go to, like, shows. So, like, okay. CS's. And so, I was on... Uh, uh, what is CS's? Where, where are the hours of operation? Because they always look closed. CS's always look closed. Because it's just... It's... It's dirty looking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Does that mean the food is good? The food is fantastic. Of course. <laughs> the food is fantastic. <laughs> um, I mean, you're going to you're gonna get thrown off uh, because there's like Reagan Bush stickers and like Trump stickers, but there's stickers everywhere. Like okay. it just, it just looks dirty. Uh, the guy that owns it is super, super sweet. Uh, and like, he doesn't really charge people to like do shows there. So mm-hmm. you'll see, you'll see a lot of hardcore shows there because there's no lights. Okay. And so, like, the, the DIY scene was very much, I have my amp, I have my guitar, and let's just play a show, and we're going to oh, charge okay. people $3 so let's, to do let's, it. Let's go into it. Like, what? So, you're a musician? No, I'm a photographer. Okay. So, you just, like, have a guitar, like, are you talking about in general? No, in general. So, okay. like, that's that's how he does things. So, oh, okay, like, okay. you know, peop- the DIY scene is very much like that. You know, mm-hmm. I just kind of, like, if you think about... Nirvana's thought point okay. to create a band was, I have drums, you have a guitar, let's just start making music. And that's kind of, that's what the DIY scene is. Okay. And so the guy that owns CS's, that's, he's just like, okay. Okay, cool. It's really cool. Okay. It's really cool. I need to try out, but I'm like, when are they open? Like- just go, just go. They're probably open. And <laughs> okay. if, and honestly, if he's not open and he's there, he's going to cook you something. Oh. Like, he, he will open up. Oh, like, there we finished the show one day, and it was, like, 11 o'clock, and some Bellhaven kids walked in, and they were like, oh, we didn't know. He was like, do you guys want something to eat? He was like, do you, do you want me to cook something? He's like, super sweet. Okay. That seems like I need to be there. Then. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to ask questions as my mouth is full. <laughs> but, okay, so you do photography as well? I don't do videography. No, I, photography. Photography, mm-hmm. yeah. I can't hear you over the king cake. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't hear you over the delicious, delicious king cake. <laughs> but um, I guess you want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we can talk about that. I love taking pictures. Okay. Uh, so I started taking pictures about five years ago. Uh, been doing it amateur for a little while. I love okay. taking pictures of concerts and stuff. So like that's oh. where you'll see me. Um, I'll, one of the best venues because of the lighting mm-hmm. is, is Dueling Hall. Okay. Dueling yeah. Hall has fantastic lighting. Yeah. Um, so like Hallamels, all those mm-hmm. places, I I love to take photo, uh, photos of concerts. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily like to do landscape and mm-hmm. portraits and stuff, but mm-hmm. I know that people like that, so yeah. I do it. Yeah. Uh, so like right after this, I gotta go and take some pictures of I mean, some couples. I mean, they pay you, so. I, and so that's the thing. So I don't really care about getting paid. Oh no. So and so I do care I about getting paid. That, I, I do care about getting paid, but I don't care about getting paid okay. at all. So like. I had a I have a GoFundMe going on right now, mm-hmm. so like, and that's just to get a new camera. Okay. And then like. Well, you want to tell us the link? Yeah. I'm not sure if anybody's gonna donate. They the probably they probably, probably don't. did that in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> they probably won't. Uh, uh, but yeah, go ahead and tell us, and then you like, can also give it to me, and I can put it like in our show notes. Yeah. So let me. I don't. So I did. Well, I'll it. just put it in our show notes then. Good, because okay. it's like a bit. Yeah, it's like a bit.ly or something okay, like that. Okay, yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll just share it with yeah. everyone. Okay. So, and that, that's all that was for. It's yeah. like not necessarily to put money in my pocket, but mm-hmm. it's just to, because I want to continue to make really great pictures. So I yeah. did 
the Jackson Any Music Week. I did okay, that for free. Cool. Uh, and then this year I did it for free, but I gave those pictures to Reality Breach, and okay. they posted those. Uh, most of my stuff is going to be, as long as you give me credit, and as long as you share it, mm-hmm. like, that's what I want. Because, like, here in Mississippi, there's a lot of, there's not a lot of photography mm-hmm. because all they see is they see it like a bag yeah and so they don't necessarily give the art out mm-hmm. whereas i just really pe- i really want people to enjoy the art i That's want people cool. to see like whenever i'm doing a, whenever i go to a concert i want you to feel what i felt yeah and so like that's why i post those pictures that's, that's why i take cool. those pictures well I, I don't know if you've ever been here before to coalesce and no i haven't i was looking at these pictures yeah so tj when he first started taking pictures he was giving pictures out now like he's kind of like a big deal yeah. or something so um but um maybe i'll be like the same path if i hope want. so yeah. i mean so my 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 goal is to be on tour with somebody. Oh, cool. Uh, so I went on tour with one person locally that okay. I will not name. Okay. Uh, I, did, I did go on tour with that person. You want to talk about them behind their back when we're done or no? No. no I'm just kidding. No, we won't do that. <laughs> I won't do that. But I did. We've done enough of that. I did, I did go on tour. Okay. I went on tour and I did that for free. Okay. Uh, as well. And I really enjoyed it. It taught yeah. me a lot of things. Okay. Uh, a lot about myself and a lot about the business of going on tour. Okay. Uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. And I think that's the perfect place for me because I want to like travel and stuff. Okay. But I also want to take pictures and I want to take pictures of concerts. Why not be a touring concert photographer? So I think that's the best thing. Um, the photographer for Justin Timberlake, Mm -hmm. he and I share like the same story of like giving pictures away for free and like not necessarily having any training of it, just Mm kind of learned on their own. And then P Diddy saw him and was like, I want you to take my pictures today. Oh, wow. Cancel your plans. You're my photographer today. Wow. So I'm hoping like yeah that's gonna be my that's gonna be my path. Yeah, I mean if that's what you want, I think yeah. it can happen. Okay, um, so I'm gonna kind of just wrap us up. Do you? <laughs> this has been a train wreck of this, an episode. Not necessarily but... a train wreck. It's not necessarily. It's been a, it's been a trolley wreck. <laughs> no, it's been a street. Car. It's been a streetcar okay. wreck. <laughs> Melvin is shaking his head, everyone. Um, so where do you want people to follow you? Yeah, so uh, my Instagram is Alden Kirkland, A-L-D-E-N-K-I-R-K-L-A-N-D, like mm-hmm. the store. Uh, that's where my that's where my, my photography is. is. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of those things will be posted there. And for my foolery mm-hmm. uh, and nonsense is on my Twitter, which is Alden's Manor. Okay. A-L-D-E-N-S-M-A-N-O-R. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you can find all of my nonsense. Okay, okay. And I'm not funny. I promise you, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not funny. People think I'm funny, but I'm just like <laughs> speaking honestly. I just, um, I literally just retweet stuff that I find funny, and I'm like, and then I like, I put a comment on it or something like that. So, like for instance, you saw the Ja Rule thing for like the '90s thing. Okay, so Jaru goes. He does the he does the halftime show for the Bucks. Oh no. And. <laughs> And it was supposed to be 90s theme. Yeah. And he goes, he said, so they're doing 90s theme, but they brought out a 2000 artist. Yeah. But my album came out in 99, so I guess we're going to do that. And he goes, he said, hey, DJ, are you ready? And he just, like, stands there. And then he goes, are you ready? And he goes, I guess not. <laughs> and, so, like, and so I retweeted it, and I was like, me, when I text my friends, if they want to hang out, they put me on red receipts. <laughs> to get new friends yeah <laughs> well um guys uh 
I have merch now, so we'll make sure. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> to keep, we'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, and you can follow me at Jackson Transplant, spell Jackson, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And yeah, so I will talk I had to a lot you. Of fun. Thank you later. for coming in. Yeah, it was cool. So um, yeah, we thank have you a lot for the king cake. Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of talking to do, like off gossip to do outside of here so yeah <laughs> absolutely well i will talk to you haters later bye i got